What's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of TOEFL. Actually, this is one of the very first episodes of TOEFL that I am doing, as a matter of fact. And first and foremost, it's been a long time since I've done one of these videos. So for those of you who have watched all my videos on my YouTube, I just want to say thank you so much. I know it's been a long time, but I've been focusing a lot on the ESL podcast. So if you don't listen to that, make sure you go on over there and listen to it. So what I'm going to do here today, first and foremost, is tell you guys that TOEFL ITP reading and TOEFL IBP reading, they're a little bit similar, especially with the different types of questions. And that's what I'm going to be going over today. Not so much the questions, but which questions to do first so you don't waste so much time, okay? Now, in terms of different questions, I'll be doing that in another video, okay? So that's number one. Number two is I'm gonna be splitting this up in different segments. Uh, again, today I'm just going to show you where exactly the questions are, which should be very straightforward. Um, but in the other videos, I'm going to go over the different question types. Okay, so if you do, if you have done the TOEFL ITP, or if you are learning currently the ITP or IBT, this will be very useful for you. All right. And for those of you who are listening to me on my podcast, yes, I'm going to extract the audio from this and I'm going to put it onto my podcast. So again, if you're listening to it on my podcast, the reading should be available on my blog. Okay. So you guys can actually look at that. Um, and so you can, you know, make sense of everything and go along with me. Or again, you could just listen to me as most of you normally do anyway. So Regardless if you're listening to this on the podcast or you're watching me on video, thank you so much. And again, what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch this camera around. I know this is very, very unorthodox, you know, compared to what people are normally used to seeing with the different IBT teachers out there. But you know what, man? I am so, so American. I am so African-American. And I don't got time to learn all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So... Here we go, guys. I'm literally going to zoom this bad boy in, but you guys have a clear, let's just say you have a clear view of everything I'm getting ready to show you. So this is the Word document, right? We have to break this down, okay? I'm going to break this down into segments because I know a lot of you are listening to the podcast and some of you are doing, of course, you're doing the reading as is here or as a matter of fact, you guys are probably looking at my blog or looking at the Word document if I can attach it, uh, while listening to this video. So here we go, guys. This is a nice little breakdown of what you would normally see on an ITP or an IBT. Perhaps it could be longer. Perhaps it might be shorter. But there could be anywhere between, uh, I mean, it could be as little as three paragraphs uh, when you get into the fourth and fifth sections. Uh, not so common. But then you, it could be up to five paragraphs. But this is a standard four-paragraph setup, all right? Now, what you must do first is tip number one, okay? I don't know if I'm going to put it anywhere here on the screen because I'm just not so good at all that. But if I can, congratulations. You guys might be seeing it. Tip number one, never read the passage. Guys, reading the passage doesn't make any damn sense. Because after you read it, you're still not going to understand it. 
As a matter of fact, for those of you who do have problems with the grammar, if you read this passage, you're going to understand how the grammar works too. Because if you look at these, industrial compounds, potash, industrial alkali, charcoal, component of gunpowder, this, these are parallel structures. You will understand parallel structures in grammar in general uh, if you actually do take the time to read this. But when you're taking the test, I do not want you to read. All right, so that's tip number one. Tip number two, that first number one question, which I have bolded up right there, you guys could see it, it is the most difficult question. See, for you to understand what the passage mainly discusses, you're going to have to read the entire passage and go back to the main question. Yes, perhaps you can find the answer within the first one, two, three sentences, but that's probably 30 to 40% of the time. What I want you guys to do is to do the information questions within the body of work first. Now, some of you are like, what's the body of work? Well, let's just say you have about 11 to 12 questions in the first two sections. <sighs> the body of work questions go anywhere between the third question to the eighth question. Now, that's your number one. Now, normally, the first and last questions are the most difficult because it covers a lot of content. All right. And again, what does it mainly discuss? I'm going to be getting into the specific details versus the main and primary focus of passages in different videos, okay? <sighs> so do not do number one, do not do the last question. I want you to do the information questions first, all right? So vocabulary questions. If you do not know the vocabulary questions, such as strikingly here, it is going to be a waste of time. Yes, perhaps, okay, I'm gonna say perhaps again. You can go back to the passage and you can somewhat make sense of the sentence that this particular vocabulary question is in. If not, to hell with it, okay? Burn the question, hurry up and move on. Because if you don't, this is going to be time consuming and it will waste your time, okay? So, how many vocabulary questions are in the sections? Well, it could be anywhere between as little as three, if you get lucky, up to unfortunately half, 50%. So, if we count them here, all right, number one, I'm sorry, number two, that's one. Number four, two. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Gunpowder line five, that's okay. Now, number eight, that's three questions. Number nine, that's four questions. And number 11, five questions. So five out of the 12 questions, okay, that's just under half our vocabulary. So a lot of you are like, damn, how do I learn vocabulary? Well, I'm going to be putting a lot of things out, especially on courses. So you guys stay tuned for that. But vocabulary is vocabulary. I mean, it's either you know it or you don't know it. And it's very unfortunate. Again, if you look at strikingly, um, obviously, D and C, that wouldn't be it, but a lot of you would be like, why? Well, it's actually you knowing some of the vocabulary within the answers, too. So that is your tip number two. Do not waste time on vocabulary questions if you do not know them. Now, your tip number three. It's very, very easy to find the questions, I'm sorry, the answers, when they mention the different lines. So the lines could be mentioned with, of course, the vocabulary questions, as you see here, for those of you watching me on YouTube. So of course, in 
what is it, question number eight, question number nine, it refers to lines 21 and 27. Bada bing, bada boom, it's pretty easy, right? So if we go back up to number seven, again, why does the author mention gunpowder, line 19? Okay, so we know where that answer is, okay? Now, the answers that will make you understand the passage a little bit more are ones such as this one, number three. It says, which of the following is a common, common assumption forced North America colonial period? Those are your key words. I don't want you to read word by word. Which of the following is a common assumption about forest of North America during the colonial period? I do not want you to read all of it. What I need you to find is the common assumption, forced North America colonial period. Now, it being question number three, we know that it's going to be possibly within that first, within the first couple of paragraphs. Now, as you can see here, I'm going to hurry up and, um, what is it? I'm going to hurry up and highlight the thesis of this paragraph. Bam! There it is, right there. First, the first colonists did not, as many people imagine, find an entire continent, continent covered by a climax of force. Now, I told you I would be getting into these in the next video, okay, in terms of understanding these types of questions. But now you have an understanding, okay? You're like, okay, so, all right, that's a specific detail. They're talking about forests in North America during the colonial period. That doesn't necessarily equate to the main, the, you know, the main idea or the main discussion throughout the passage. Always remember, okay? Now, here we go. Here's another question that will make you understand more about what this passage is about. By the end, colonial period, the price of wood in eastern cities. Okay, so you hurry up and locate it, price of wood in eastern cities. Now, if you look here, and probably the third, let's see, okay, earlier colonial period, okay, encounter, what we're looking for is, of course, eastern cities, and there I go. I found it. It's at the last sentence of the second paragraph. By the end of the colonial era, the price of wood had risen slightly in eastern cities. Boom. Now you have to make sense of that. But again, I'm just locating in this video. Now let's go to number six. What can be inferred about houses in Britain during the, uh, during the period written about it in the passage? This is a little bit more difficult, okay? However, this more than likely, it being question number six, it will possibly be in the third paragraph. Now, if you look at the answers, more expensive, generally built, typically smaller, usually built from materials other than wood. All right, now, again, you'll stay tuned for that. Vocabulary question, vocabulary question, gunpowder line 19, which of course I didn't stick in any of the lines, so I do apologize, but you guys, you'll figure it out. And then uh, coke smelting advantageous. This is easy, it's easy to locate this one. Because all you're going to look for is the mention of a Coke smelting. And there it is. It's just a couple lines from the bottom. And that's where your answer will lie. All right. And then, of course, passage discuss details. The details, okay, of the advantages of an abundant supply of wood brought to the colonies. When did it begin? So you must figure out the lines. When did it begin to discuss in detail the advantages, the advantages of an abundant supply of wood 
that's what you're going to do. The advantages. So, and saying that, this is how you break down one of these passages, okay? Completely different from IELTS reading, far easier, but some of the questions, especially the number one and the last one, could be very, very daunting for a lot of people out there. So, and saying that, people, that, that is a I told you guys before, do not waste questions with the vocabulary questions, because if you waste time, I'm sorry, waste questions, waste time on the vocabulary questions, you have so much other time that you can actually give to some of the other questions on there, but it's very easy to locate these. So I gave you all the tips, the locations. In the next video, I'm going to break down each and every one of these questions, okay? Now, for those of you who want specific details on how, hey, can you focus on this? Can you focus on that? You know how to get in touch with the recommendations. So with that being said, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for all of you who have tuned into this video. If you have any questions, let me know. If you're interested in any other podcast, the Business English podcast, all that other good stuff, it's in the description. Any of my courses, those are all available. And again, as always, man, so good to be back. It's so in tune now. I remember I used to do these videos about two years ago, and it was very hard to gather my thought and continue going and going. But now, because I've been doing this so much, and because I have the ESL podcast, this comes to me so much more naturally. So again, thank you. And for those of you who have any questions, get in touch with your boy. I'm your host, as always, over and out.